Okay, so the main uh, question that we're trying to answer with the India paper is how do prices differ by food group when we're calculating the cost of the recommended diet that Anna introduced? Um, so the, the first part of that question is what does India's officially recommended diet actually cost? So national recommendations, as Anna mentioned, specify both the food groups as well as the servings for each food group. India's national recommendations allow for a lacto-vegetarian diet, which is important because about 30% of Indians don't eat flesh foods or eggs. So if you look at the most common items in each of the food groups, we can see that across uh, each of the food groups, the most common items that appear in this least cost diet actually accord with expectation. So these are realistic diets that are being recommended. And also just like to point attention to how the serving sizes uh, change. So if you notice for starchy staples, proteins, and oils and fats, there's a range of serving sizes that will become important as I continue. So our estimate of the least cost diet was 50 cents. This is in USD 2011 PPT. Uh, and this has remained remarkably stable across time. So if you look at the graph, along the x-axis, we have the time periods that are included in our study. And we don't have data on 2008, and I'll talk a bit about that later. But you see that the least cost diet has remained remarkably stable over this time period. When we then look at the contributions of each food group to the cost of this diet, we find that the largest contributions came from dairy, followed by staples, and that the contributions of oils and fats, green leafy vegetables, and other vegetables was quite small. So the next question we wanted to ask is picking up from Fantu's work, how can we incorporate wages into this discussion to look at how costly the recommended diet is relative to wages? Uh, so in this graph, again along the x-axis, we have time. Uh, and there's a big gap in the middle where data is, is missing. Um, what we're measuring here is separately for women and men, what is the cost of the, of the recommended diet as a proportion of wages for women and men? So interestingly, is, interestingly in India, we have separate wages for unskilled labor uh, for women and for men. We also have separate serving sizes recommendations, so we can calculate the cost of recommended diet by gender. So what are the main takeaways? Diet costs are a much larger fraction of wages for women than they are for men. So they constitute about 70 to 80% of women's wages and only about 50 to 60% of, uh, of men's wages. Overall then, the recommended diet is highly unaffordable. Uh, particularly because it doesn't take into account the expenditure on non-food items or uh, family sizes. It's also extremely volatile over this time period. So we actually see that the volatility, volatility is greater uh, for, the, uh, for women than it is for men. Uh, there has been some improvement because of increasing wages from about 2007-2008 onwards, but falling diet costs, we see that the affordability of the recommended diet has improved over time. Um, finally, as with all papers in India, the macro level number uh, subsumes a great deal of, of uh, heterogeneity, both spatial and temporal. So if you look at the changes in diet costs from 2001 to 2011 over states, we see that some states uh, showed an, an increase in this diet cost and there's a large variation among states, even amongst those where diet costs went down. Similarly, across time, there's a lot of variation in seasonality by food groups. So if you look uh, across months, range from January to December, 
we see that there's a huge amount of seasonality in prices in fruits, leafy vegetables, and vegetables. It's important also to note that the seasonalities occurred at, the, uh, at different times in, in the year. Okay. So now I'll hand over to Daniel, who will talk about policy implications in Ghana.